Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 99, Episode 1 of Your Daily Zeitgeist! Ah! Production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into American shared consciousness and say, officially, off the top, fuck Coke Industries and fuck Fox News. It's Monday, September 9th, 2019. My name's Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Snack Jack Pudding Snack. Uh, that's courtesy of Christy Yamaguchi Maine, who is in the teeth, the very teeth of Hurricane Dorian in the Carolinas. Stay crispy. I think out now. You meme donut. Uh, probably out now, uh, but one more report. Check out his band, Bandolero. Yeah, yeah. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray! Look at this bowl of hash. Every time I smoke, it makes me laugh. How did my eyes get so red? And what the hell did I pee the bed? <laughs> this is where I threw up. I'm pretty sure it's cause I ate too much. Got too high from smoking loud. Ordered Postmates and then passed out. Wow. Mm. Uh, you, you hit new levels there, man. I didn't, I didn't know you were... I told y'all... Nickelback, it's in my pocket. It's in my quiver. The arrow is ready. It to sounds be like that might have done some permanent uh, damage to your vocal cords. No, listen to me right now. Okay. I yeah. can do all my voices. I can do these four steel. Okay. Hey, don't I got rights? Uh, I got it. Yeah. Hey, still got it. Just fuck up my vocal cords. Still got it. I'm still here. Shout out. Uh, I guess that was another exacta. Uh, yeah. Christy Yamaguchi, man. Christy yeah, yeah. Mendona. Shout out to you. I'm Good, just picturing sir. this dude, like, down in a bunker somewhere, like, trying to stay safe while penning by the light of a candle. I know he plays bass uh, or guitar or something. I picture him, like, trying to fight the hurricane, like, at, at a dock, at the end of a dock, right. with a fucking just guitar. Just, like, like, slapping some just nasty hitting bass. power chords, being like, be gone! Miles, season 99, 99 weeks of this shit, man. They said we couldn't do it. Yeah, they did, they and they did. sued us, too. They did. Because <laughs> they said we couldn't do it, and we did. And we did it anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat. Who better <clears throat> to start off oh this historic season 99 than... Strap on your cold. Hello. The man himself, Mr. Chris Crofton! <laughs> Hi, how are you? Hey, how are man? you? We're I'm great. good. I feel good. feel real good. Did you bring that sunblock in with you? I did. Okay, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure, because I'm looking in front of you, you have two different kinds of cold brew and a can of aerosol sunscreen. That's about my life. <laughs> you haven't opened your eyes since sit- taking your first sip of cold brew. It seems like you're literally blacking out right now from, uh, from I cold had, brew. I had a... Uh... I've had a shitty month. I've had a sinus infection for a month, Oof. so I've been, I've been low energy. But I'm like, I've got my two cold brews, and I'm on this show, which is always so much fun. So, I think I'm gonna be able to get it together. Okay. The daily zeitgeist a- as medicine. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what that's what we're here for, man. Yeah. To, to make- heal you. Uh, good, because I got some Kirkland cold brew yeah. here. This is this. I don't know if you're allowed to. You were allowed to say Kirkland, yeah. right? Yes. It's okay. not a curse word. So, um, it's a city. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I saw on the. On some of the social media mm-hmm. uh, that exists, I saw a picture of you with a bunch of uh, <laughs> some of it, bunch of a uh, bunch of cases of Kirkland cold yeah, brew because yeah. you were afraid they're going to discontinue. Yes, it. a listener said, "Hey, I, I heard from my local Costco that they might be discontinuing, and this is one of the few consistent cold brews that performs." I'm a hundred percent behind that. Yeah, I, you hoard. You have if to they hoard. They stop making cold brew. 
That's what are we the equivalent. That'd be like they discontinued my personality, so I'd have to go out <laughs> get a new to, one. I'd have to go get all of it. You're yeah. just all about ranch dressing. Next. I'd be the most <laughs> man. I'd be the most boring man in the bunker. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? If it's the end of the world, and there's right. no more cold brew. They'll oh, be like yeah. Crofton was fun until we ran out of cold brew. You or you'd have play to start now meth, all he, now all he, what? You'd have to take up meth. I yeah. Think. yeah. Now, now all he does is talk about his sinus infection. <laughs> He's making shake and bake meth in his old Gatorade bottle. Over yeah, there. I forgot about meth, Jack. You're right. Yeah. At the end of the end of the world, they probably have some some meth. Yeah. You never know. You, you know, can make it, meth things, out of anything. When the apocalypse comes, the weirdest things are going to have value. You know. Right. I'm hoping just, you know, like socks become the new fucking gold. Family members. <laughs> it's going to be bullshit. Nah, people are going to be like, nah, nah, that's another mouth to feed. They're hair like, on. you got any socks? You I'm already straight like to the that. hair on. Yeah. Uh, that's not true. We'll see. I mean, look, just just start buying socks, y'all. Um, Chris, we're going to get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, we are going to tell our listeners a few of the things we'll talk about if we have time. Of course, getting to know you is always a lot of fun. So <laughs> Journey. It can take up a little bit of time. But if we have time, we're going to talk about uh, Taylor Swift fans uh, finding out about Tool. Uh, that there's a band <laughs> named Tool, apparently, uh, and they just knocked Fucking Taylor off the top not feeling of the it. charts, and they're confused. Uh, we're going to talk about the internet being mean uh, and how sometimes that's a good thing. Some news from the end of last week that might suggest that. We're going to ask the question, is Donald Trump not good at being president? Uh, we're going to talk about... Mac Miller's dealer getting arrested and the whole fentanyl problem that we're dealing with in these United States. The Sopranos Festival, oh, SopranoCon. Take and, me away. Yeah, all that and plenty more. Facebook's got a dating app. But first, Chris, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Well, I, I thought about this because, uh, um, well... I'm going to tell the listeners and you guys about one of the most important things to me in the world. And I, I, I've thought about it because I, I, I like it to be a secret. I like it to be my, my secret documentary <laughs> that I only know about. Mm -hmm. And I know that I'm not the only one who knows about it, but, but I know that if everybody knew about it, it would cause, you know, people would really go crazy. Right. Um, there'd be so, crime. <laughs> there'd be people just rioting in the streets. There'd be like shirts and stuff, I mm -hmm. think, <laughs> um, you know, like, oh, with a, about this documentary. But the documentary is called Devil at Your Heels. Okay. Mm. It's called Devil at Your Heels, and it's on YouTube. Okay. And it has like, I like don't know. Like all the great documentaries. It has like 100,000 views or something like that. But it should have uh -huh. it should have a billion views. What is it? It is. Okay. So it's not about Big Feet, is it? It's not about Big Foot. Okay. It's about a guy named Ken Carter. And Ken Carter was known as the Mad Canadian. And he was a stuntman. Um, and he started out as a ramp boy. Uh, in, in when he was a kid, he dropped out of school to be a ramp boy, which uh -huh. is, I mean, talk about me being born at the wrong time. Yeah, I get right. my right arm to be a <laughs> ramp boy. It's ramp just boy. an extinct job. There's no job ramp boy. What's anymore. a ramp boy? Just a guy who set up ramps, like a dropout. Like a ramp, like a ramp road? Sets up for, jump ramps. For Evil Knievel? Yes. That's got to that be a hard a job. job to Why can't get? you be a ramp man? Like, Because there's that. just not as many ramps. It's, it's like not being a ball man. It's not the You're same. You're not a ball man. You're a ball boy. Yeah, no. well, no, ball man is a designer. But I think ramp boy... For how important a ramp is to someone's performance, you would want to treat them with respect because they could be, oh, I'm ramp boy. Right. Well, They're treating them with all... Well, let me put it this way. In 1976 in Canada, you could say, like, I'm dropping out of school. And your teacher was like, 
what do you got set up? You're probably going to be on the street. And he's like, no, I got a job set up as a ramp boy. And they're like, oh, all right. Oh, oh shit. Now, oh, that's sorry. Not, that's, sorry. That's sorry. not something you can say and it probably now. came with a pension, too. <laughs> yeah. Back then. So he is, all right, so I was watching like a BuzzFeed or a Mashable, or I don't know what it was, some kind of thing where they do top 10 lists, you know? Mm-hmm. Like top 10 car jumps. Yes. And there was a clip of, of a Lincoln Continental, a yellow Lincoln Continental. Very heavy car. Trying to jump over... What he does is he tries to jump over the St. Lawrence Seaway, which is a mile wide. <laughs> in a yellow Lincoln Continental with, with wings on it. And he had, in the documentary, he had like a serious team. He had the best, <laughs> best engine builders. He had a guy on that camera that's like an engineer saying that he was, once he was in the air, he was going to be able to fly the car with the wings. Oh, no. I like mean, rocket a real, boosters like or something? a real like... physicist was like, yes, I've designed this so he should be able to steer it in the air. Mm. And... Oh, no. And there's no plan for the landing, really, except he he, pl- <laughs> he plans he's going to land in a bunch of roses. And right. then they say, well, what about these trees? Are you worried about the trees? And he said, no, we'll be careful to not not to knock down the trees. And they, they weren't saying, you know what I mean? He took yeah. it wrong. They were like, aren't you worried about the trees? Like, that you're going to kill yourself. There. No, he's right. like, oh, no, we'll be very careful with the trees. Right. Oh, we'll so, make sure to not steer into <laughs> right. those. Ken Carter is one of the most inspiring not that smart people right. in the world. Mm. And he he will make you so, because he's so confident and he's really, he doesn't have a whole lot of charisma. He breaks his legs over and over again. He's constantly on crutches. He says stuff like, I'm standing on the threshold of life when he's wow. when he's not, when he's like 48. <laughs> and he also- Oh, in that sense. Okay. He said, I grew up in this poor area, but I grew up in, a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, what does he say? A beautiful physical specimen, something like that. But he's not at all. He's like, he's limping. And it's a very inspiring documentary. My favorite part is, I don't want to give it away because there's a twist ending. Mm-hmm. He dies? No, he dies oh. later. He died later. He died in, in, in a rocket car accident yes. that you can find on, there's also- You can watch it. That's the watch next that video you YouTube serves YouTube. you. Now you watch, watch this dude die in a rocket car. You can car. watch that on YouTube too. Wow. Um, I, okay, I, so twist ending, we won't spoil it. So the twist ending, I won't spoil, but I will say that the jump does not go well. <laughs> no um, shit. At all. Like, not oh at all. You know. And so when I first showed it to my brother, this is my favorite thing, because it's like, okay, so they build this 100-foot ramp and like a mile-long runway. I mean, he had funding. He right. was going to be on Wide World of Sports. Evil Knievel's in the documentary. He comes and checks out the jump and says that he... Like, yeah, looking good, looking good. He says <laughs> that, well, he says... He knows it's going to be on Wild World, World of Sports, so he can't trash the jump totally because they they end right. up not televising it. Right. But he thinks it might be televised, so he's actually like, "This is a terrible idea." But he has to be like, "But it, if it if it, it does happen, right. it'll be the greatest Daredevil jump in history." But he he tells Ken that there's no margin of. He said, "You got no room for error." Right. But it's like there's nothing but. He has plenty of room for error. Like the whole area off the ramp. The whole, is, thing the whole error. mile, everything past the ramp is room for error. Right. So my brother watches what happens, which I don't have to, it doesn't ruin it to say. The car shreds. I mean, the car right. goes off the ramp and it shreds. Right. I mean, because it's going, it's a rocket car. It's going like 300, 400 miles an hour. And, it's and they've, they've done nothing to modify the car to make it better at this. They just strapped a rocket to well, a... It's, no, they, that's metal. the thing that's actually really interesting about it is the whole documentary they have have interviews with like competent or seemingly competent like engineers who are saying that this is going to go well. Huh. But every, the whole time you're like how could it go well? And it's made of a the the body of the car is made of fiberglass, which is the reason it shreds, which is I guess the reason they thought that would maybe fly or <laughs> I don't know. 
But um, my brother watched it shred, and he said <laughs> he didn't have any context at the time. So I was just like, check out this car jump on Mashable or whatever. And he said, uh, what didn't happen that was supposed to happen? <laughs> 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 Which is the best right. question I've yeah. ever heard about that. Like, this looks like when an you, accident. When you watch it, you're like, that's a fair question. Right. But I'm like, what a whole did you lot have of shit. He was supposed to be able to drive that thing in the air. He was going to land it. Right. He was going to be careful not to break any of the trees. <laughs> um, so he, he, so why roll the sport? Anyway, evil's, Evil Knievel's in it. It's great. He's wearing a cream-colored outfit and he comes out of a cream colored Cadillac and tells Evil can evil and does. tells yes and tells Ken Carter who you know Ken Carter looks up to Evil. Right. And Evil's like you're a crazy motherfucker. And evil like yeah he still likes I think he hits he hits um he has a rolled up like like brochure or something yeah. in his hand. Probably it was nineteen seventy eight there are brochures everywhere. Yeah. He hits he he like he hit Ken Carter, he's like, I'll tell you what, buddy. And like, you could tell that was the best moment of Ken Carter's life. Right, when he right, was right, hitting right. him with that piece of paper. Because right. he was like, listen, buddy, you They're better be careful. Around. He's yeah. like, you better be careful. There's no room for error. Right. And he was like, well, it's been raining. It's been raining. Because it was, it was <laughs> that's what Ken Carter was like. We're going to do it, though. We got to do it. But it's been raining. That's the thing, Evil. It's been raining. It's yeah. been so much rain. He's like, exactly. yeah, well, you're not ready. So Ken Carter's just like, we're still going to do it. Ken Carter ends up dying years later. The end of the documentary is not Ken Carter dying. It's right. a much more interesting ending. And anyway, this guy is is one of my favorite people, Ken Carter. He's, yeah. he's a, he's a, he he tries to he tries to drives a dragster and he can't get the dragster because he's too fat. He he go he tests he he's trying to pull G's. You know, he, getting ready for the jump. He he goes up in a in a biplane to do tricks yeah. or something. He throws up and he's real embarrassed about it. <laughs> Um, like it's a, he has a press Don't conference. Don't tell evil. He has a press conference in like a Ramada Inn yeah. announcing that the jump's delayed. That is it, one of the greatest pieces of footage ever shot. <laughs> I mean, oh, it's sorry, 1978 in Canada. And, right. and like, I mean, there's just, you can barely see him. There's so much smoke in that room. You can barely see Ken Carter announcing that the jump is delayed because everyone in there is smoking. Everybody, right, right. yeah, everyone's drunk for some reason at this thing. <laughs> the um, cameras. There's like are a buffet. Yeah, there's like a buffet for the Ken Carter jump delay announcement. Speaking of the the uh, ramp boy being inadequate to the job, the jump that ended up killing him had to be delayed when he first attempted it because the start off ramp collapsed under his car when he drove up on yeah, it. Yeah, you can so, see it. It's yeah. on oh, you can boy. go on, on there and see it. And uh there's a whole bunch of people who've like found the car and you know he's got like a little cult of people. But I just gotta say if you want a, a midnight movie, uh, a movie for you guys to watch when a midnight movie. I like You know what I mean? Yeah. A movie for you guys to watch when you're stoned. If I was in high school, yeah. I mean college, I would just watch this movie every night. I would have never left the Did I you would switch just... to college so you weren't encouraging high school students <laughs> to smoke pot and watch YouTube like high school I was studying and then as soon as I hit college I watched documentary stone but um yeah. my friends watched uh, the A team every day and they t- put on a red light and called it condition red they were all stone they they all wow. had, they How had are they act- doing not well they, no, not. <laughs> Chris what is something you think is overrated um overrated I would say uh videos on um, YouTube of people cold starting automobiles okay uh this is another YouTube thing I'm into is is like people go find old cars and they try and like they go to junkyards and drop batteries into old cars right, and try and drive them out of there. Mm. Um, and I got to say that um, really anyway, helpful. I just think they're not they're not worth it. There's there's two they're too long and and, and most of the time it's like it, the car requires a, a, a lot of work. Yes, yeah, right. my dream was when I started watching these, 
that they would be able to just drop a battery into like, a DeSoto and just drive it right. tree roots and all right. just straight out into the onto the highway. Right. Yeah. It's sort of the like Frankenstein like child's idea of Frankenstein just put a brain in a dead body and it'll start yeah. like hook the tubes up but to it. But it goes and on it'll work. there's six parts and you got to like yeah. they watch them do the points. That's how they they got to read right. the, whatever adjust the points and find out what's wrong with the gaps and the points and mm. who cares? I just want to see them find the find an old gangster car. Right, like a, a from real gangsters, like a Model T that still mm-hmm. has Tommy guns in the in the trunk. Yeah, and right. then they just roar out onto the highway after they drop a battery in that thing Rob and just start banks. shooting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that never happens. I anyway, think you I just, can still find the uh, Model T that Bonnie and Clyde got shot up in. I think it's in uh, a museum somewhere. Well, uh, I like think the it's museum in somebody's yard actually. Oh, but you, like it used to be in a museum. Uh, you know, that's a, there's a thing about that is that everybody bought a damn Desoto and shot it up, and there's so there's like. 50. Oh, a lot of there's oh, like really? 50 supposed yeah, yeah. Bonnie and Clyde, Bonnie cars. And Clyde death right. cars. Yeah, right. Like, everybody's got one. What a fun you got scam! One? I'm gonna have one if I get my hands on a little bit of money. <laughs> what is uh, what's something you think is underrated? Underrated, I would say. Um, well, I'll just say underrated. Uh, popsicles. Uh, what are they called? I just looked them up. The fruit bars at uh, Trader Joe's. The fruit popsicle. The <laughs> yeah, fruit, fruit, fruit bars. Fruit bars. The three layer. Um, it's the bottom layer is like strawberry. Uh, middle layer is uh, lemonade, which is just straight up sugar. Right. And I mean the lemonade. I mean lemonade's not a fruit. And uh, uh, <laughs> and then you. the top fruit is raspberry. Mm. Oh, so it's supposed to look like a firecracker, almost like with red, white, and blue. No, yeah, no, it's like oh wait, that's red, red yellow, and, and it's red, yellow, red, and yellow, and different kind of red. I am having trouble with my eyesight. <laughs> yeah, I was I was eating a lot of popsicles over the weekend. I, I love it. I, it's, it's, I'm all about it. All I do now, I stopped eating ice cream. I've lost weight because I stopped eating ice cream. You and look M- great, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I stopped yeah. eating ice cream and M&Ms, and I've switched to popsicles. Great. And they great give diet you, tip. They give you the same rush. <laughs> same rush. But they don't make you as fat. All right. And, and I swear to God, though, don't eat. Do not eat one of these before bed because you will not sleep. Oh, really? They're so- What are you- So full of so sugar. sensitive there's, No, no. There's Don't so much sugar. There's so much- I'm old. I'm old. I'm old. But older. have you gotten I'm, more sensitive to sugar as you got older? I, I don't know if you noticed. I'm in my late 30s. No, you're not. <laughs> I thought you were 22, you said. <clears throat> Why'd you have me buy you that alcohol that one time? Because <laughs> you didn't have an ID. Because I had no money. Um, so, so, yeah. So, these things are great. And, and they really- they do, if you want to simulate exercise, there's so much sugar in them that I feel exhilarated and younger. <laughs> like when I right. eat one, I seriously, I'm like, why does everything, all of a sudden I'm like, life is fine. Right. Like, I'm like, I feel like, I I feel like I, I'm in a brisk breeze Yeah. and I'm, and I've done a lot of exercise yeah. and it's just, I was like, why? And then I looked at the package and looked how much sugar's in them and I was like, oh, this is why I yeah. feel exhilarated. We were talking about that last week, that sugar is a, a pretty good drug. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, if you like sugar and you like, um, like and, the fruit and you want to lose weight, ish, right? <laughs> you know, if you want to use it to replace another, uh, yeah, like, sugar. So product. it's it's a uh, it's called um, uh, Trader Joe's fruit bars, and they're like three bucks. And but seriously, don't eat them when you not before bed though. Yeah, morning. Or if yeah, and you'll probably yeah, first crash. thing in the morning. Like you probably crash about forty five minutes later. You might be in a lousy mood, but that's where you'll you be in a good brew. mood. Yeah, but you'll be in a good mood for. 45 minutes, minutes, you're going to feel like a mountain climber. <laughs> uh, what is a myth? What's something people think is true? A uh, myth is that false. you think that you probably... <laughs> I had such a hard time coming up with these. You, um, These are absurd. Um, you Idiots. probably think... I'm looking at Anna. Anna, you probably think that you can't watch The Curse of Oak Island if you don't have cable. <laughs> what the fuck? 
She's been saying that all week, actually. All I watch is people do archaeology type stuff on mm-hmm. on YouTube. Well, we know. I mean, right? So, so Curse of Oak Island. Do you know that show on the History Channel? No, nope. you don't know that show. No. Oh, I should have done that as my big one then. Oh man, I told well, go them. On. Well, go watch Devil at Your Heels anyway. But God, you should have. We should have talked about Curse of Oak Island. <laughs> Oak Island is this island off the coast of uh, uh, Nova Scotia, and um, in the late 1700s, some kids were out there playing, and they found an area where it looked like it had been dug up, and they dug dug down, and they dug, and they found a stone with a bunch of markings on it, and they found a uh, um, like a bunch of platforms. Like every 20 feet, there was a platform of like uh, coconut fiber. And uh, that wasn't native to the area. And then they realized that they think there were drains that had been created on the beach that was, so if you got down to a certain level of digging, it would fill the water, fill the pit, pit with uh, water, ocean water. So anyway, these guys, these who had heard, I'd heard about that story when I was, since I was in grade school mm-hmm. about this Oak Island and they, people kept digging down, but the water would come in, come in and, and destroy the shaft. Oh, so it was in, the, the design was in order to flood any hole that somebody tried to yeah. dig. It was booby trapped. So they're they're guarding something. Yeah. So it was like pretty elaborate. So I've read about it. People have been trying to find it ever since the early 1800s, and the people have died. Lots of people have died because the because the shafts keep collapsing. They build these hundred hundred foot deep shafts, and that some guys died from from fumes from using a pump down there. Like six people died at once, I think, or four people died at once. Like a, a father and his son. Sure. Some father dragged his son into this treasure hunting business yeah you know like we're gonna go find this and then they both die yeah they yeah. both right. die from a pump from pump fumes yeah um and uh, it a hundred yeah, yeah. i should have known you were gonna do this to me dad with your nickname <laughs> pump fumes right so old pump fumes yeah james pump fumes so anyway these guys rick and marty lagina have a show on the history channel <laughs> mm-hmm. and they're two brothers that are trying to find the damn oak Island, except they have big money behind them and, uh. and they've got drills and cranes and but they still haven't found much, um, <laughs> and the, and they and so we can see this on cable. Oh, it's a great show or off cable. I love it. It's so funny. It's it's great because Rick Lagina is the dreamer, and Marty Lagina, <laughs> his the brother, realist. And he's Rick, Rick, Rick Lagina is like the sex symbol right. dreamer, and yeah. he is clearly a sex symbol. Like I have a crush on Rick Lagina. It's like yeah. running neck and neck with Nicola White Mudlark. Right, and for a people yeah. for treasure hunters, I want to fuck. Yeah. So, so, um, uh, so so anyway, this Fifth. show is great. So I've been, but here's even the better part of it is that I I don't have cable, so I have to watch. On YouTube. I have to go on YouTube and watch, but no, that, that's even better. They scramble the episodes like so the algorithm can't, oh, can't like yeah, so no, it's you being copywritten, so right. it's like a nonsense version of the episode, which I still watch. I've watched like every episode of the show on YouTube where they've chopped the edit. So like the algorithm can't recognize it because the algorithm will be oh, like, like oh, I think this is a bootleg. Yeah, they're like the algorithm will be like this looks a lot like a bootleg right. of our show that we should take off YouTube, but it's also gibberish. Right, right. So it's like they cut the video doesn't match the audio and and you have to watch it like that. And this is a pleasurable experience. And I like that show so much. You're like, I'll figure that it out. That I fucking watch it on that scramble. A lot version. of the times you'll see them do stuff like only show you like 70% of the image right. and then and like speed up the, I've seen the audio that. by like 3 or whatever. I couldn't take that. Yeah, I, I couldn't handle that. When the sounds different, nope. it fucks me no, up. No, this is what I like this yeah. one. The images are all wrong, but the audio's right. <laughs> So anyway, if you guys want to, ca- and by the way, Curse of Oak Island, I think is heating up. Okay. I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna find something. Yeah. But there have been six Sounds- seasons. Treasure hunting is so much fun to watch. This is a tribute to me 
and making sense of my <laughs> lifestyle. <laughs> right. Is that they've had six seasons or seven seasons. They haven't found a damn thing. Yeah, they found I would like a say, piece of wood that they think might have come right. from a ship. I would say your appetite for watching people pull just junk out of mud is higher than many uh, a listener possibly. It's possible, but yeah. yeah. But he converts a lot of people. Yeah. No, I'm not saying Mudlarking yeah. uh, is, you know, for, for new listeners. Check out Mudlarking. Check mud out Mudlarking. Mud is like uh, the Thames River. Um, uh, I've talked about this. Yeah, um, scraping, man. Just yeah. Previous episodes. You just, just uh, London is a 2,000-year-old city. They've been throwing stuff in the river for 2,000 years. And uh, you go down there in the uh, one low tide because the Thames is connected to the ocean. Yeah, and you and you go down there and just dig through the mud and you find everything from uh, Roman uh, helmets to um, lighters. To, uh, yeah, to uh, cell phones from yesterday. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna be right back. And we're back. And so is Tool. Tool is back, Miles. After 13 years, bro. Finally, something I can talk about on this Fuck show. yeah, man. <laughs> Fear Inoculum has come out. And it's just really funny because the week before Taylor Swift's album, Lover, had come out. Um, and it was, you know, number one. Broke a lot of records, naturally. But uh, the Taylor Swift fans were not, did not actually understand the power of Tool and being off for 13 years and a new right. album coming out because when the when the new album came out the, all the tool fans were ready to just buy stream whatever and right. naturally it overtook Taylor Swift on the charts Taylor Tool was back on the charts baby um and <laughs> the fucking confusion from Taylor Swift fans was so hilarious funny. it was like a mixture of anger and confusion from Taylor Swift Twitter um where people are like Keep streaming. I'm just going to read a few tweets from Taylor Swift Twitter. It says, like, keep streaming, guys. This band Tool is dropping a new album after 13 years. LMFAO 13 is okay, but we still have a chance. Stream Lover. Hur hurry, hurry. Uh, we have to work. This so is the thing. This is a trend that I've noticed with uh, young people, like, stands of, uh, I feel like I've seen it with Taylor Swift fans, with, like, Nicki Minaj fans, with Beyonce, where they... What, like they they do it like they're voting for something. Right. Well, they will consume media. They did it with the Avengers. They were like, guys, we got to get Avengers back, back yeah. across a billion. Well, it's like this whole chart dominance thing is how they like validate their existence. Because it's, it's like if it's not number one, then what the fuck are we doing? Such a bummer. <laughs> it's true. It's like just that whole mentality. No, know. You know, like you see it especially when like K-pop stuff pops off, and they're like, no, we got to get this trending. It's a lot. To well, look. no, stands are uh, are like uh, they're they're. Um, like I don't know, they're very angry. Yeah, uh, like yeah, they make it like uh, the the artist's success, which has nothing to do with them really, in in terms of, is like a, a major goal for them. Yeah, there's the the comments like apparently they were really big in the '90s, and then someone did a screenshot of the track listing. They go, "OMG, the length of each song made me shook." Because <laughs> it's like <laughs> ten minutes, eleven minutes, um, and then so but you know. Uh, Another one said their last album was released over 10 years ago. So this new one apparently has more pre-orders on iTunes than Lover. <laughs> Let's just wait and hope. Right. It's a very strange, uh, uh, some sort of uh, end of the world kind of scenario where people give a shit about whether rich artists are making enough money or whatever. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, if they only knew that sacred geometry was the was guiding their hand while writing Lateralis, they would think different. It was Do funny like too to tool, hear. Do you like Tool, Miles? Yeah, I like Tool. 
And I, I used to like all those Tool references. I used to like Tool Okay until they got a little. I think it's funny. Their song titles are real funny because they always have like, I mean, they just sound like, uh, I guess Latin mainly. <laughs> like Latter- they've been translated to. Yeah, Latin. they always have yeah. like. It's like what is. What's inoculum? Yeah. I mean, what's hey, dude, it's just all about the, it's all about the truth, dude. Some of the first languages. Uh, but there's funny. One person put grandpas are angry because other people in the comments were like saying like I can't believe this old crap. And then some tool fan goes, No, we just have good taste in music. Given you both are Taylor Swift fans, I guess you're used to manufactured dog shit and wouldn't know what good <laughs> nice. music is. Even yeah, in the not face. even not even regular dog shit. Yeah, manufactured dog shit. <laughs> oh, God damn, that's a deep insult. Yeah, right. right exactly. It's cr- Comes from a factory downtown. <laughs> Although I guess manufactured dog shit is back in the nineties we listened to regular, regular dog shit, right? Back in the nineties we listened to real dog shit. Or is it worse because you're like intentionally trying to recreate excrement? Right. Like it's worse in that sense. But like there's the manufactured intent- dog shit that you hide the key under. But that's joke dog shit. Okay, we call that joke dog. That's called yeah. gag dog shit. Okay, my bad. And my That's manufactured true. I gotta dog give shit. Jack credit for bringing up that. That there's <laughs> yeah the Heideki. Yeah, <laughs> you don't hear a Heideki reference every day. Heideki of the week. dog shit. Do they still make Heideki? People don't oh, talk yeah. about Heideki's Heideki dog all. shit. Heideki's used to be a major part of culture. Like, oh yeah, they're like six. I remember one time I was house sitting and someone had a Heideki and a rock, and I I was so high when I showed up, I could not find the fucking rock, rock to the point where a neighbor came out and they're like, "Do you know them?" Because to them, it was like some brown oh, right. kid rummaging God. through rocks with eyes redder than the fucking right. Japanese sun. You just <laughs> like your hands and knees just Yeah, just like rocks. looking underneath. And I was like, no, I know them. Uh, you can call them. Uh, I'm just looking for the hide key. I'm looking for a hide-up pretzel. There's like yeah. a pretzel in here somewhere. <laughs> anyway, love seeing generational uh, fan that prizes. is funny to see a fight between Tool fans and, and Taylor Swift and to fans. See the, yeah, I mean, that's just absurd. There's probably very little overlap on that Venn it's diagram. It's like Benjamin Franklin fighting. You know what I mean? It's like a, you don't see, you <laughs> right. couldn't really see like. Ben Franklin yeah, like, versus uh, Hillary fans. <laughs> or like, yeah. what's that guy's name? Chuck Norris against Ben Franklin or something. Yeah, oh, yeah. I like that. Whoa. Uh, one thing I will say is the I was telling Jack, do you remember the video for Sober by Tool? It was like Claymation. Yes. That shit haunted me as a kid. Really? But I loved it. But I was always like, uh, but yes. Wow. I was old enough that I was just like, who You're cares? Like, right. But yeah. <laughs> Thanks. But, but no, no, I know what you mean. Like for me, it was just like, I wish they'd stop you playing. Ever they played that video all the time. You ever been haunted by a music video? The, I was saying mine no. are both Metallica videos. One and uh, The Unforgiven. Yeah. The, the one that's like clips from Johnny Got Your Gun or some shit like that. That's like a World War One movie where the guy has like the like plague mask covering his head and he's like- Oh yeah, a, that was a pretty good one. Yeah, that, was, that video is terrifying. And then The Unforgiven one where it's an old man who lives in like a sewer shaft- <laughs> And it's like, and never sees the sun, and then he finally sees a beam of sunlight, and it kills him. Uh, I never even understood that. I didn't know there was any narrative. I just thought it was just some guy wandering around like a sewer or something. Yeah, I think that's basically what it was. Maybe I added no. I bet you're right. That, um, <laughs> but I think he was a vampire, I was, and yeah. I think he's. Uh, I he have an entire lesson. mythology built Based up, on built the out backstory for the old man in the unforgiven video I was an alcoholic all through all those uh, those videos so uh-huh. I think I just like when you're an alcoholic you're just like that's stupid about everything <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hey it's some fucking TV yeah dude. you don't care about you're not haunted by anything <laughs> except your own darkness what? yeah you're not haunted by anything yeah. external <laughs> no no because you're too up your own ass the you haunting comes from you think within. it's cool everything's lame except for drinking so you're like yeah that's a stupid video let's get drunk <laughs> Uh, well, in and then, especially giving... if you're drunk watching a video called Sober, 
You're like, it's yeah, a fucking fuck super that. shit. Oh, sober. What are they? Two, two, oh, they're two pussies, huh? They can't drink. <laughs> oh, they can't drink, huh? Ah, oh, pussies. Oh, why can't we not be sober? Yeah, okay, why yeah. don't you be sober, you weakling? And then you're like, that's true, though. Why can't we drink forever? Yeah, why can't Great we? Lyric in that. I can. Why can't you? <laughs> Guys, internet trolls. I want to talk about internet trolls. I'm sorry. I, I was just thinking of Beavis and Butthead with two drunks, basically. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Screaming oh. at music. Like, what the fuck is this, dude? Uh, yeah, <laughs> stupid. Fucking dumb, dude. Stupid. Or somebody died at a guar stupid. show. So let's talk about Howard Schultz. He has been bullied out of the race, apparently. The Howard Schultz, the guy. Yeah, good riddance. Who's uh, the Starbucks founding billionaire who said he was going to run as an independent if Bernie Sanders or some other leftist extremist ended up getting the Democratic nomination, he would run. On behalf of all billionaires. Right. On behalf of, no, the majority. <laughs> the this majority of claims. billionaires. He claims that the that America is still majority uh, moderate, oh. uh, centrist, and there's just all these extremists out here. The, they're a loud minority that is making it seem like we're all extremists, but well, really- uh, we all agree with him that we should just let the markets handle everything and let the billionaires continue to make the rules. I'm just so interested in like what's so extreme about saying that people shouldn't be able to be like th- that someone being so poor that they die isn't offensive. Right. Like, yeah. yeah oh, this that's is... so ex- But that's just so funny, right? They, people just use these words without actually pointing to like what is being advocated for. It's only extreme if you're just um, offensively wealthy. So he announced that he decided against running in a blog post on his website, uh, written as a a letter to friends. (laughs) I love that website. Yeah. He wrote as a letter to his friends, uh, friends, and he explained his reason for dropping out was that extreme voices currently dominate the national dialogue, often with a vitriol that crowds out and discourages thoughtful discussions. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he also claimed that he was representing the majority because he only hangs out with other billionaires. Billionaires, they hang out with other billionaires and, at best, a couple millionaires here and there. My friend Connie uh, uh, nannied for him. Oh, really? uh, For a while, and she said he was a nice guy. I'm sure. I think they're just out of touch. I think they have no idea. They have no idea why anyone thinks there's anything, like, they know maybe there might be something wrong, but they certainly don't understand why there's an emergency. They're like, yeah, why is everybody yeah. freaking out? I don't... What do you mean? I when just, it's hot, I put the AC on. I just don't see it. I don't see it. I honestly don't see that. I, I understand that we we can improve things a little bit. I don't then, know anyone who's died and then there's uh, the they rest, couldn't afford to live. Right. And then there's the rest of the country that doesn't have enough money for a $400 emergency. Right. Which is that... Uh, you know, like fact. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's just the difference. I mean, I understand when I hang out with rich people, man, it feels safe. <laughs> right, you know, right. you really, it does. It's yeah. like nothing's know, you, wrong. Everything's nothing. solvable, you can, purchasable. If you have enough money, you can make life seem like it doesn't need any improving at all. Right. And the other thing is here's the flip side that I just made me think of. Uh, Tell the centrists. Uh, I don't know who I'm saying this to. No, but, tell but, them. But <laughs> somebody no, go, someone go tell the I centrists. I actually have a meeting with them later. Okay, centrists, good. Yeah. We'll tell them this. The, the people got shot in that that fucking idiot who drove around shooting everybody in uh, just the other day in, in the Texas. mail truck and everything last week. Yeah, the kid, the baby that got shot in the face, right, has a GoFundMe right. to take care of its medical bills. Yeah, right. 
And another person who got shot in it has two of the people who, at least two of the people who got shot, have GoFundMes to pay their medical bills. Right. I mean, that's just. And it's all, yeah, it's all like basically poor people taking madness. care of each other. Well, at the top, they're like, well, I don't, I mean, those GoFundMes are happening. Yeah. So, so oh, you can pay for it. If that doesn't make a person not want to have a reasoned debate or whatever centrists think they want to have, like, oh, let's have a reasoned debate. Are you kidding me? But they're going to say. I can't take care of my. They'll be like, oh, well, that's something that has to do with health care reform and not not really sort of reflecting the larger issue here in the country. You know what I mean? They, there's always some weird oh, yeah. pivot off oh, that dumb shit. So. Sure. They'll say, I don't know what they'll uh, say. Anyway. Well, you know, good riddance of uh, Mr. Schultz. Yeah. He got he got the feedback he deserved. Right. He, the, gave um, free, he should give everybody a free latte. He'd probably be in the race. We talked about this last year, but it happened again that uh, they released the poll where they ask expats who live in other countries like how they rate the country they're living in uh, based on just all all the things that would make you want to live in a place in America uh, has gone from like the teens during the Obama administration down to, uh, you know, the 40s out of like 60 countries. Oh, uh, wow. Based on What's number one healthcare costs. And uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. General in rage. And yeah. And and the uh, instability of the political, uh, you know, politics in the country yeah make it a scary place to live uh, <laughs> who would have thought yeah Wait, we're, what's the thing it's a it's a the united states is a is, is poorly rated as far as places to live yes who would have mm. thought we spent all that money terrorizing people in other countries for them to move here to only think it sucks right ah yeah yeah that's a, my mom always like but why does my mom's you know been hypnotized by fox news and so if you say anything like that to her she's like well then why does everybody want to come here Right. That's what everybody like always says that. It's draining a, all the resources. Just people who are living in a really bad situation in really close by countries want to come here. Yeah, that's the thing. Is there's like the constant, it's not everybody doesn't want to come here. Right. And it's getting It's less like and imagine less if, your, if your house is like firebombing the other houses in your neighborhood, you're throwing firebombs from your house. Like, why are people, why do they think it's safe here? Right. It's like, because you're doing all the damage from here. Right. Yeah. So if you, at least you live there. Because you drilled an oil well in my house. <laughs> and uh, I had to leave and come somewhere else. Uh, economically, like the economy has been the one kind of bright spot of the Trump administration in terms of what the mainstream narrative is uh, and just people's expectations of what, how he's going to run for president yeah. again. And now the manufacturing sector has slowed down for the first time in three years, uh, which is leading more economists to start thinking that a recession is going to be hitting within the next two years. Yeah. And he didn't even have that. So it's like, it's just really odd because from the beginning, he's like, well, the economy, the economy, the economy. And now that that's dwindling, it's like, okay, what are you doing? Because everything, all of your actions are only exacerbating this problem. Like, just hitting the fucking pedal to the metal to go head on into the fucking trade wars with China. Everyone's like, that is not going... Having these two economies fist fight in the street, like, makes everyone a loser. Um, And they're also saying, like, you know, you look at the farmers, they're all pissed. I think there was an association of uh, farmers in, like, Iowa or Nebraska who were basically saying, like, virtually all of our markets have evaporated because of all this this terrible economic policy. And... When it comes to people like who used to be in the room, you know, like obviously 
we used to talk about the quote adults in the room. Remember like a year and a half right. ago and we're like, well, there are at least there's these people who then leave and then don't want to raise their voices and actually tell the truth. Yeah. They're like, well, you know, mm-hmm. what um, happened to that New York Times guy or woman who's going to save everybody? Remember the anonymous? Oh, oh right. God. Editorial. Yeah. From Whatever like the fuck Mr. that was. Mr. or Mrs. X. You guys have gonna... no idea how much shit we're stopping from happening. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. That's what that. Okay. Yeah, just what that thing said. That no, of course. It was by him. taking papers off his desk rather than just using what you've seen to get him out of the New York Times doesn't talk much about that person no more. What's funny is that when they talk to former, you know, White House officials who obviously are they love anonymity, they say, frankly, I don't th- when they talk about his economic policies, they say, frankly, I don't think he understands any of this. The manufacturing slowdown, the lack of corporate investment, what's happening to confidence, all of this was totally predictable based on what he's done. But he sees it as a political advantage that he can tell people he got tough on China and needs to finish the job. And they said, um, they go on to say, quote, the sad reality is that in the first thousand days of his presidency, he managed to get rid of everybody who would tell him the truth or anything he didn't want to hear. We saw that sort of coming. So now we're at this point where only people are like, yeah, maybe that could work if you just keep, you know, fucking swinging on China and seeing what happens because, you know, they will hit back. Yeah, um, everything is wildly dysfunctional. Like even in how the different people who work for him deal with each other. Like John Bolton. I mean, this is a good thing uh, that this has happened, but John Bolton's been completely frozen out from the decision-making chain because Trump doesn't want to go to war. Which, thank God. Uh, and Bolton almost took him to war and all the Iran shit that happened earlier this year. And so. Trump basically took away some of his power. And also the other thing is Bolton and his staff, basically, if they don't get what they want, they just leak to the media. Uh, Mature, mature. Right. So they don't get any information anymore. And when they ask for it, people will force them to read it in front of them, won't give them the document. We'll just be like, here's the document, but you have to read it while I'm watching you. Right. It's like uh, when you're in school and someone brings a cool toy. You're like, oh, can I play with it? Like, look with your eyes. Right, <laughs> right exactly. <laughs> you cannot touch this yes. shit. Yes. Um, because you have dirty ass hands and you'll fuck up my transformer. I mean, I think, <laughs> I do wonder if the Sharpie thing is going to be, just in terms of his public approval, because it's such a- I was about to mention that. The, it's weather, such, the weather it's map. It's so undeniable- that he like it it underlines all the things that even if you're a supporter of him you suspect might be getting in the way of him doing a good job yeah it's the craziest thing i've ever seen if (laughs) anyone anyone ever said that a president would do that and 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 that there would be a mind-controlled bunch of idiots on the right that would let that slide when they wouldn't let obama's tan suit slide right i mean the man held up Right. He doctored a weather map. But not even doctored. <laughs> yeah, just he didn't extended yeah, a circle. He couldn't have someone. Also photoshopped that. Yeah, moment. he couldn't have someone like, he doesn't have an office. He's the president of the United States. Like, like make this circle bigger without me having to know. He doesn't care. And he keeps, he kept last, at the end of last week, he kept doubling down on it. Yeah. Like, as Hurricane Dorian is, you know, was battering uh, the Carolinas, he's having press conferences where he's like, Bringing up Alabama again. Right. Yeah. He's and, like, and asking him, he's like, hey, will you tell them that I was right? <laughs> right. Like, oh, God. Yeah, he won't. He t- That's a fuck your feelings thing. I don't understand at all. Because they're like, feelings. Trump is the most feelings-oriented man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He is so, he's all about his feelings. That's all he cares about is how he feels. He'll do anything. 
everything he does is motivated by his feelings. I yeah. just think it's ironic. Hashtag that, in my feelings challenge. That whole side is like, fuck your feelings or, you know. Yeah, facts or whatever. It's incoherent. Facts, but unless they contradict what we want. Him doctoring that weather map is the definition of a man who's motivated primarily by his feelings. Not just motivated, but pathologically a slave to his feelings oh, that yeah. he would ever. And his ego. Yeah. The funny thing, too, is like, well, now are we seeing, you know, the economy, the, the economic forecasts aren't that great. Uh, you know, Xi Jinping, like he's probably laughing his ass off because he's like, guess what, dude? I'm not looking at an election in November. Like right. you are. Like yeah. I'm forever God here. Yeah. So I can do whatever the fuck. I can wait you out till the next person comes in and I'll deal with them. So like, what are you trying to do? What's funny, though, is because of this now. Certain states are helping Trump out by canceling their primaries and caucuses, so no one can challenge almighty leader, emperor Trump. Uh, so South Carolina, Nevada, Arizona, um, and the Kansas Republican parties are all preparing to basically just cut off their primary or, or caucus processes. Hmm. Just to be like, you know what, dude? We don't need anyone to challenge him. We're fully like just giving all of this power to Trump. He's completely poisoned this entire party and, you know, fuck democracy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like canceling uh, the when there's a bad movie and um and they and they won't let the critics see it before it comes out. Right, <laughs> right. Like that. That's the the mentality. Like if we don't, someone well, no can say anything until they all realize. We'll it's We'll trick up. people into thinking he's popular. We can't let the cat out of the bag. Like you know, it's like yeah. oh, if we have a primary, then we, someone might the numbers might not look good for him. Right, and then so it would... we just won't have a primary, and then everybody will think he's like he ass. probably wouldn't lose, but he it might be a historically like fraught primary, you know? Yeah, where, like people there's a surprising amount of support for a challenger. Uh, yeah, they don't want that. To yeah, be... they they don't want that to be. And also, story. if there is a real actual primary challenge that. Typically, we can see an incumbent going into the actual election yeah. if they get through a primary challenge. But so I, they want to make sure they have to handle him with I, kid gloves. I think since he's gotten into the Sharpie business, though, that he should double down. He's he's pretty good about doubling down, too. Oh, and yeah. Just like, just start doing it to everything. Just holding up like, yeah, I didn't lose that primary. Because right <laughs> yeah. I turned the six into an eight. Right. right? You know, and, like, and like nobody, I mean. Turn the O2 into the O3. He's just going to win by Sharpie. Mm. <laughs> All right. We're going to take another quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back, and one kind of dark news bulletin from the end of last week is that Mac Miller's dealer was arrested, uh, the person who dealt him the drugs that ended up killing him, and specifically the thing that they focused on was that the drug that killed him was laced with cheap and potent fentanyl, uh, which is a, a synthetic opioid that is 50 times as powerful as heroin. Uh, and this is, it's also what killed Prince. It's killing a lot of people right now. And fentanyl overdoses are actually on the rise in America still. I think they think Tom Petty too. Yeah. And oh, really? Yeah. Damn. So there's a huge industry in China that's outsourcing this. There's actually a new book out called Fentanyl Inc. by Ben Westhoff. Uh, he was interviewed on Fresh Air this week and uh, it looks at the industry and how, like, China is, basically China has problems with certain drugs, but fentanyl is not one of them. So they're just still, you know, going full bore manufacturing it. And people can get it on the dark web. People can get it just through shipments, through the means that 
drug dealers normally get things into the country. But he's pointing out that the Trump administration is trying to negotiate with Xi to try and get it so that they stop shipping the drug in. But they're still attacking it on the supply side. They're not doing anything to make it people less likely to die from it. And um, Westhoff was pointing out that there are things like testing kits that people give out at like festivals and raves that... Oh, that's good. Yeah, that detect fentanyl. And they found that this actively like prevents people from taking drugs that kill them. Yeah, and, it's horrible. Yeah, and it's it seems like a pretty kind of straightforward solution. And they're... The U.S. just won't support it because instead of treating drug users like criminals, it treats them as something that exists. Um, and he was pointing out that, you know, killing Pablo Escobar and arresting El Chapo have done nothing to even make a dent in the flow of, you know, cocaine into America and up Americans' noses. Like, people will keep using the drug. It's just that that's never worked for America the kind of trying to attack it from the supply side. Right. So, yeah. yeah. I, man, when I was into drugs, I bet, I bet you know, if someone gave me a drug, and even if I tested it and it said fentanyl, I would be like, well, how much fentanyl's in there? Right, I bet, I, bet right. I could still take it. Right. Yeah, exactly. At a certain point, when you don't give support to drug users or try and, like, solve that issue... It's yeah. like, well, I just this if, is the only pill I got. I gotta take it. Yeah, it's like, well, if there's no fentanyl, then they'll all be okay. Right. It's like, no, nope. It's an addi- addiction is very serious and manifests in so many different ways. If it's not one thing, it'll be the other thing. I'm and, so grateful that I never got into pills because it just hadn't really been invented when yeah. I was uh, in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, there was, I mean, there were pills, but not like I would have. I mean, you, people die all the time by accident now, doing things that I used to do. Right. That were just. Not right. you couldn't just die like by partying. you couldn't yeah. die that way because there was it's just a horrible it thing like there weren't just like this Russian roulette of certain pills in the mix that are have a thing that will kill you yeah because you're and, a kid man yeah. like when you're a teenager you do whatever yeah, yeah exactly. the first you don't yeah someone I mean, puts a pill in here and like yeah is everyone doing it yeah right, see ya. yeah will make me popular give me that thing right right uh, <laughs> it's got fentanyl in it well how much let me see that well fuck it I'm just gonna take it what's uh, fentanyl yeah exactly yeah it's like doesn't even matter. It's like, just give me the pill. Well, speaking of kids these days, Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook dating is here, guys. Am I right, Dad? You said it. Son. Facebook is Facebook <laughs> dating is Facebook here. Who's on Facebook now? Nobody except old people. A lot of people yeah. still are, I guess. I mean, Facebook dating, when I saw this, I was like, man, I was Facebook dating when Facebook didn't have Facebook dating. Right. Because I was just shooting my shot right. from what deep is- space on <laughs> messages being like, hi, I know this person. I think you are attractive. I love you. I still. By the way, not- P.S., my name is Miles. I still do that. Still and it's like, that. they're like, um, what college do you go to? Because mm-hmm. back then you needed a college I, uh, email. Oh, that's college. Anyway. I'm 50. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently this new, so it's a little bit different. You know, you can integrate it with Instagram, etc. But the, the biggest thing is for people who are 18 years and older, you can create a profile, a dating profile, and you opt into this thing. And it's completely different than your Facebook profile. And it doesn't have to do with like swiping or anything like that. So what it'll do is it'll suggest possible mates based on preferences, interests, and other things you do on Facebook. So in a way, it's already like analyzing all your shit through the Facebook data. And it's like like, matchmaking like that in a way. They're like, look, we know a 
creepy amount about yeah. you guys. It's like we both know you are like like this weird message board of people picking their noses. Right. So there's a, a <laughs> bunch of shit that uh, unfortunately we can predict about you. But one of those things happens to be who your soulmate is. So right. uh, yeah, might as well let us help you with that. Yeah. Um, and it's like, so you don't have to like, no one has to reach out first. Like if you, there's someone that shows up and you like them, you can comment directly on their profile or tap on the like button to let them know. And if you're interested, you are like, if you aren't interested, you can just pass. Right. But what's interesting, interesting is that this sounds good to me. If you aren't, what it first will also do, it will never suggest someone that you are already friends with on your regular Facebook profile to avoid any like, oh, weird, really? yeah, awkward stuff. However, if you are feeling somebody who you're friends with, you can. There's a secret crush function. Oh, where shit. you can add someone to your secret crush, and if they add you, it'll be like, guess what? Right. Secret crush confirmed. Damn. Which turning Facebook into sex? How many right. secret crushes I had in college on Facebook? All right, Ooh, but here boy, let, let me show you how. Let me show you how they game this shit. <laughs> show me how like, to game this shit, any, daddy. <laughs> anyone would do this, right? The second this exists. You put all of your friends in there and see which ones have a secret crush on you. Wait, you mean just for your own ego? Yeah, well, just to like find out who has a crush on you. Well, then what do you do, Jack, when inevitably we match and it's like, uh-oh. I'll just feel like, crush. oh, man. You're I, like, uh-oh, way to go, <laughs> loser. <laughs> now, yeah, I guess, there... I guess it would be awkward, but that that is one way that you could easily figure like figure it out. Just be like, oh, sorry, I like put everybody in there by accident. But why do you want to figure that out? Wouldn't you? Who has a secret crush on you? <clears throat> I don't know. What is this, sixth grade? I mean, in my no, mind, I if you're like dating, I'm... you would almost be like, you know, I actually would really be interested in dating this person. Let's see what happens versus like, <laughs> who got a secret crush on me? Oh, come on, though, man. People will do it secret for the crush. narcissistic. Crush like, means social media so. is like such a, a narcissistic secret thing crush in the first is a place. Sex, that's like, that means sex. Right. That's, who wants, who, everybody wants a little, little announcement that someone wants to have sex with them. Right. right. That's oh hell yeah! So, does this have anything to do with uh, what? What are they going to do with the poke function then? I don't think they. Do I think that's been gone for a while. Yeah. Dad, no, no, yeah. my dad. No. My dad accidentally pokes and waves at people all the time. Oh really? Yeah. Like yeah. someone will be like, "Your dad just waved at me." <laughs> like I'm so sorry about <laughs> he that. He doesn't know that he did it though. Right, right, right. right. He's just clicking a bunch he of posts, shit. He posts pictures of himself upside down on Instagram and in his underwear and stuff. He has no idea what's happening. Wait, what? is the camera upside down or is he? Upside I don't down? know. I don't know. It's it's just. A, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he sends pictures of himself like staring into devices. You know what I mean? Like he's just like looking at. It. <laughs> oh right, right. right, right. And yeah, somehow yeah. it ends up on his Instagram. <laughs> it's he has it's and he waves like my friend always is like your dad waved at me again and I'm like again. stop stop telling me. Sorry. Well, the other interesting thing about this too is because it knows so much about you, it does help actually like connect people on your interests because you can opt into events or groups and see people with similar interests already. So you can be like, oh shit, you like cold brew and indie music? If indie I rock? could meet a woman who wanted to sit and watch people metal detect with me, oh <laughs> my God. That's what I'm saying. Look, Yo, man. Or, a man, or a man. Or a man for yes. that matter. <laughs> yeah. Just somebody, man. Just someone somebody. to sit with me. And look, and I don't care if it's all true or not. I you know care. what comes up on here. I don't care if it's 100 percent true. <laughs> don't, no one cares. But yeah, I think that's a you know. Oh man. God, that would be amazing. Do I some would, research, y'all. I'm not even if aspiring. If I could, my dreams aren't even that big. Like I, I want to meet somebody I love, but I'm not at all thinking that they would like to watch metal detecting. Well, look now you can, but imagine that world. Now, imagine Chris. that when I start sm putting that secret crush button on there. Mm -hmm. Secret Ooh, crush got you. Me like. and I want a mud, a mudlark. I'll get married in the mud. Are your, Great album name. Are your most successful, like, 
Do you think that having shared interests makes a relationship more likely to It succeed? depends. Yo, because I used to be the egomaniac who would just fuck myself. You know, like people who were just like <laughs> right. me, who were like, yeah. okay, you fuck with weed? Right. You watch Breaking Bad? Yeah. You like hip hop? Right. Or whatever. <laughs> like very superficial interests. I'm like, that's a person who's a match for me. Right. Not like, are they generous, kind, fucking yeah. supportive? You like Cypress Hill? Yeah, Let's right. Fuck. Great. <laughs> when the shit goes down, you better I mean, be ready. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's a t-shirt. Do you, you also like Cypress think, Cypress Hill? Do you fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, shout out to my friend Nick who sent an AKA that was too late about Kirsten Gillibrand to the tune of Here is something you can't understand. How I can vote Gillibrand. I uh, wish that was still there. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, there. But now, like, right, Her Majesty, we have very, we don't have the same things in common that I do with past relationships, and it's by right. far the most healthy, beneficial relationship I've ever had. Yeah. I, have, I don't have a ton of shared interests with my wife, but we get along really well. Yeah, I mean, she might even, you know, Her Majesty's not really particularly interested in me, but <laughs> it all works. Anna's deep laugh shook me to my gorgeous <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, Facebook dating. But I think it is, it is beneficial, right? Because a lot of the times I've met people like at a concert or something. And like it, ha- they have been interesting people I have more in common and like they might not have the same sort of upfront interests, but hey, you never know. I think the only things that I've liked on Facebook are like Outcast and The Walkman. Right. Like, those, are, those are the two. Mine is probably it's like Arsenal two bands that I liked in 2003. It's like if you like Arsenal, right. the uh, the Virginia Beach <laughs> rap duo Clips and fucking uh, right. it's like all old music that and you were Legion into of 10 Bloom Pax Vapes. Right. Holler at me. Yeah. <laughs> that's that doesn't. Yeah. Like it's funny because that's the way they put together college roommates. Right, like my freshman year roommate, we actually figured out because we were we did not get along, and we finally did. But I mean, the, we we figured out why they put us together, and it was because we both put we liked the Cult, oh. the band the Cult. Right, uh-huh. but but the thing is, I all the other bands I put were also like hard rock bands, but he liked almost all dance music except he liked one Cult song. Uh-huh. It was he liked very she sells Sanctuary, spec. which is kind of like. Dancy. Dancy. Yeah. So right. we got put together from that and we were oh he got up early for class and sat next to my bed and stuff, like sat in a chair just waiting for like time to cla- class to start. Like like, like a, next to my bed, like just sitting like in a chair. Like suspended animation. Yeah, just like sitting a robot? in a chair. He'd get up early, get dressed, and then he'd be like, Oh shit, I have twenty minutes till my nine thirty and he would sit doing nothing because cell phones there were like no such things. Down. There was no such things as cell phones. So yeah. he just sat in a chair next to my bed, which is somehow I can you can sense that shit and it woke me up and I would just be like, Look out of the Oh corner. god. Yeah. I talk about this He's all like, the hey, time. But I drew Ian Asbury while you were sleeping. <laughs> I broke him down. But though, that's actually and turned him into something. an alcoholic. Yeah. I broke him down and turned him into an alcoholic. Nice. Oh wow. Yeah. And now he's governor. Of- boy. I did that to a lot of people. <laughs> I was right. like, "You sure you want to go to class? You don't want to do a big fat line?" Is he, reco- <laughs> is he in recovery now? I don't know. I think I fucked up a lot of people, and that's why <laughs> I, I apologize. Geez. I apologize to people for my previous life as a uh, as a drug Ter- yeah. advocate. Yes. Right, right, right. I was seriously like, you, "There's only one." I mean, I was full on Charles Bukowski hypnotized. Yeah. Right. Just like do it, drink. If you don't, a day without a buzz is a day that never was. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was I mean, a nightmare. Now I'm like, hey, guess what? I was wrong. Right. <laughs> Turns out, man, I was way off. I was really <laughs> wrong. Hey, guys. Check out Cold Brew and Popsicles. At least the heartbreak right. and rehab and bankruptcy. Right. 
Uh, I talk about this all the time, but my sister once sat on a flight to China from the United States next to somebody who didn't read a book, didn't watch anything, <laughs> just looked at the chair in front of them wide awake the whole time. Yeah, that shit is frightening. That what is, is that? I'm curious if that's someone who is has the greatest imagination of all time, is some kind of a beautiful mind, or is an automaton who, is, as we think, is just powering down. I think just powering down based on having met the person. I don't think my roommate Charlie had a beautiful mind. <laughs> I mean, he was Wait, a regular Charlie dude. Kaufman? <laughs> yeah, you know him. <laughs> you heard of him? <laughs> he, was a, he was a decent guy, but I don't think he was thinking about anything in that chair. Or maybe about something like, I hate my dad or something. Right, right over and over. Yeah. Like a low hum. <laughs> oh, my, I hate my dad. Uh, Miles, let's talk about the true father of toxic masculinity. Yes, the, the Sopranos. Sopranos. Yeah. It's I mean, if you coming. really think about it, like really the examples we were learning from those characters. I never watched it. Uh, it's one of the greatest TV shows of all time. Come fight me. I love the show. Yeah, it's um, great. I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard it's good. Oh, what are you writing? What are you writing out? Oh, when Anna starts writing like Oh, this. yeah. To eat women out means you're gay. That's right. Vita, uh, I mean, Junior did right. not want anyone to know that he was going down on his uh, convalescent right. home. Right. Now, that, is, that is hilarious and, like, meant to be hilarious. Right. Like, as a characteristic, but I'm sure there are people- Who saw that and were like, right. that's true, though. Yo, do you see Tony this week? That shit is hilarious, Think man. Think Right. Um, so, look. There is a fucking thing called Sopranos Con happening in New Jersey, in Secaucus, in November. And it is basically, the way they describe this is, in a nutshell, this is Sopranos meets Comic Con. But right. Sopranos Con now, is much pitch, more than vendors, pictures, and autographs. That pitch doesn't get me right there because I'm like, okay, that's just, like, you could say the same thing about, like, any TV show. But the thing about the Sopranos is you can get any of those people to appear. What do you like, mean? Like the the cast is just well loaded look, with people who of course have gone on to be former cast members of The Sopranos and very little else. <laughs> it's a who's a who of ancillary characters. That's interesting. The thing though, it's great because it's it's meant to be like uh, uh, street festival themed. So the Feast of Saint Elzear. Uh huh. And you're gonna have there's gonna be food, drink, music, comedy, art galleries. But AJ Soprano. The people they got to go out there. I mean, if you actually like Sopranos, it's great. Because, look, it's not going to be any of the main characters. Okay, Don't expect Edie Falco to show up uh, right. or Michael Imperioli or Dre DiMatteo. But Dominic Chianese, Corrado Jr. Soprano, Tony Sirico, Polly Walnuts, Federico Castelluccio, a.k.a. Furio Junta. Okay, there's going to be Sal, Big Pussy will be there, Johnny Sack, Richie April, Charmaine Bucco. No Artie Bucco. <laughs> Charmaine Bucco, though. Patsy Parisi, uh, who also played his brother. Uh, and then, like, even the FBI agent, Agent Harris, will be there. And But the thing that basically nailed my ticket on coup de gras. is that Goldie, the horse that played Piomai, will be making an appearance. Mm, damn. So, is... look, if any of their Zygang mm. members who lived out near the Meadowlands uh, and want to give me a place to stay in Secaucus, New Jersey, hit me up. Actually, oh, not man. really. That sounds like well, maybe that not. Could end badly. Nah, you know what? Fuck you it. I love people. I like people from Jersey. Man. Nah, man, Jersey in the Valley, we have a great like, connection. There's plenty of great. Just saying, out by the Meadowlands. That's what's like out that's there. What is that? What's in the Meadowlands? A lot of bodies, man. Lots. Just a oh, bunch. It's like a marsh. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. I love it. My, my kind of place. In the Meadowlands of the the the, the, the arena. 
Yes. I was, I was just, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. You guys, you want to hear what's in out the there? In the place where the New York Nets used to play. Oh, boy. Hey, Man, a... let me know when there's a, you know, that sounds like a lot of fun. Those are the kind of things I never go to, like a con, you right, know, like a whatever. Right. Do you like con- something enough, like a mudlark con? That's the thing I was about to Mud say. Con? If there was like a Oak Island, uh, uh, Curse of Oak Island, sh- like if I got to meet Rick Lagina, that'd be pretty cool. Right. There's got to be a reality show con, right? That invites all the reality they stars. They have some, yeah. But I'm sure it's lot like of mostly fun. like. That's the kind of thing I make fun of or I think is dumb, but I bet it's a blast. Yeah. I bet it's super fun. When I searched uh, Curse of Oak Island Fan Festival, the first thing that came up, they just, they have merch now. So I think it's going to take some time. Oh, yeah. They're still in the hunt. Yeah. They're still hunting. I guess right. so. They shouldn't Actively probably be patting themselves on the back there. with festivals until they no, buy something. No, when they have a festival, they better have a treasure chest in a plexiglass box for right. us to look at. <laughs> what do you think's in there? Well, they think everything from the Holy Grail, <laughs> probably. To, Every, what do you mean everything from? I've every, it, I've always is, they thought think it, they think Shakespeare. No, they think is. they think Shakespeare's original manuscripts, probably in Canada, and they. The, the fact Holy that Grail. Chris is killing Probably himself laughing Canada. before he can even say something. <laughs> it's just it's so funny because they, they have they have like some evidence that the Knights Templar have been on that island. Okay. But it's like kind of, you know, it's pretty good evidence, but it's not that good. Right. Um, but, you know, they're pretty convinced-ish that the Knights Templar right. went there and may have hidden whatever Knights Templar. The real Templar. Hammurabi's code. Everything. Like, right. they're just like hoping for, I think they'd settle at this point for- Five hundred dollars in cash. I mean, they're looking yeah. for anything now. <laughs> or fucking, anything yeah, like a blockbuster like, yeah, the, member card damn to put in the return on investment. But category. yeah, they they do have high hopes for it because they think the Knights Templar came to that island and hid their shit when they when they uh, no. This sounds all perse- very academically when accurate. they were persecuted. <laughs> well, they were persecuted, but they have found they found old Spanish coins from and like they found coins from the sixteen hundreds there. Hey, that's about all. They found like two coins. I yeah. mean, they haven't found a whole lot of stuff. They found a one piece of wood that they think is from a ship. I like this pitch where they're going to like a wealthy person who's like philanthropic into archaeological digs. And it's like, I don't know, man. There's like all kinds of shit. Uh, there are two coins in there, man. Look, <laughs> everything from the Ark of the Covenant <laughs> yeah, listen, to the you, tablets Moses brought down. It could all be in there, man. You give I don't us $200,000. We'll give you the Holy Grail. Yeah, <laughs> literally. So yeah, I, I I really hope that they find, but they have not. They, it's a really interesting story, and I mean, it, it, it'd be weird for them to booby trap and like put all that trouble into hiding something that didn't exist. No, it is a, and they found some the stuff. The first troll. I think I'm at the first six seasons where I, I really they found pretty much nothing, and then they started to they they started to find some interesting stuff. They found this slipway, which is the thing that the boat would roll up on or the cargo cargo from a boat would roll up onto the shore on like which is mm-hmm. they've dated carbon dated to like the 1600s or so, or 17 wow. so i mean they they found some stuff that leads some leads Somewhere you to believe enough, that there's yeah. something hidden there yeah but so they hooked you in with the six seasons where they found nothing and then season 7 see is where i they... i feel like they're going to find something all right, yeah. all right. They, 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 and i found that the history channel I, the history channel ordered double the episodes they normally do for the next season uh, so, so they I, know something they i know think something, something I, I actually started to think that that uh that there may be something there uh, but but anyway that's the, the gateway from stranger things they think that it's something to do with persecuted somebody or others coming over to uh, nova scotia burying something and going back to europe uh-huh i know we have nova scotia zeitgang so let us know what what do the locals think Yo, nova, scotia, fu- nova scotia oh my gosh i didn't nova even realize scotia it. Con? i didn't even Scotch realize Con? It. ken carter 
Ken Carter, uh, the guy who jumped yeah, the yellow, yeah. was trying to jump the Lincoln Continental a, a mile. Let your heels. That was from. He's from Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia, yeah. It's from Morris Morrisburg, Morrisburg, Ontario, which is like right by Nova Scotia or something. Yeah, or as we call it, <laughs> No Scotia. Uh, no Scotia. In the beginning of no-sco? that documentary, no-sco? the beginning of the documentary, Devil at Your Heels, is him and another guy in a Nova Scotia junkyard um, getting a, a car ready for a jump. And 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 Ken is saying that there's no way this car will do a world record uh, because the salt air has fucked it up. Fucked He's like, the yeah. salt air has gotten into this. There's no way it'll do a record. But you know, we'll have to do what we have to. You know, we can't we'll get good cars. It's hard to get good cars out here in Nova Scotia. He said, as time goes by, people are holding on to their cars more. That and sounds more. like something that would make a car not run. That's let a alone kind, not that's the kind of shit that I love. He says though, he'll say set stuff. A world like, one of the like right in the beginning, he says uh, so many. I can't even. The gas tank's half filled with salt water. Uh, maybe it won't. Maybe it won't reach favorite, top speed. I just like, land speed record. He goes, it's hard to get good cars. My favorite. He has so many little quotable quotes like. Uh, he's like, it's harder to get cars now. People are holding on to them more than they used to. Yeah. Which I don't think is true. No, you know, not at I all. I just love it. I yeah. love it. Uh, uh, Chris, it's been a pleasure. As so always, fun. having you. Where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram, uh, Chris underscore Crofton, where I put up red hot, cold brew got me likes, uh, <laughs> the world's hackest joke that I cannot let go. And uh, uh, then at... At the Crofton Show on Twitter, where I I've been writing poetry lately. I've been doing a lot of poetry, which is pretty fun. I'm writing these absurd poems, and uh, and now I'm starting to take myself seriously. Oh, you nice. Like people are like, those are good, and now I'm like, oh shit. I'm, I know. I'm a poet. Well, you're and don't a you know it? Successful musician lyricist. Oh yeah. Of course you're. A, of course you're. A Forgot good poet. about that. Oh yeah. Go oh check, yeah. That's right. Check I out, am a great musician. Go check out my record. Uh, I'm recording a new one right now. Nice. Uh, and uh, go check out my record. Uh, Hello, it's me on uh, on Spotify. Yeah. Is that named after the Todd Ruthgren song? It, I think I've asked you. It that is before. a reference to that. It's like a soft rock record, and I I, I like that Rundgren song, and so I thought. I, one I of my love songs. how shameless that song is, where he's just he he's like sorry, like I I don't think we should be together, but I still think we should sleep oh, together. Yeah. Toxic but masculinity I, oh all the God. way, like Every- the most seventies toxic masculinity, where he's pulling off being emo about not just wanting to, to fuck. yeah, just wanting to fuck. It's oh, that, that isn't. I feel the same way. There's yeah. so many like that. Yeah. Like, uh, I'd really like to see you tonight by England Dan and John Ford Coley. Right. Like, yeah. there's a warm. I, uh, I'm there's not talking warm- about moving in, and I don't yeah. want to change your life. But there's, <laughs> there's a warm a- wind blowing the stars around, regions. and I'd really like to see you tonight. Yeah. You know, and it's like I'd really like to fuck you tonight. Yeah, and and also, yeah, but take it easy. Yeah, he's like, he's like, what else does he say? He said. Stay in and watch TV. You know, it really doesn't matter much to me. I'm not talking about moving in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I like a lot of that. If you want to hear about how uh, men uh, are bad people, listen to 70s soft rock lyrics. <laughs> Fuck Boys of the 70s. Yeah. yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Fuck Boys of the 70s is a great like, compilation just, album. Just an entire podcast. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of like that in that Hello, It's Me Rundgren song. It's like that. I don't want to own you thing. Right. Yeah. Which is he's using trick. feminism, like yeah. trying to yes. judo feminism exactly. into like getting away with guilt free totally. sex. Well, that's, with, yes. Yeah. Um, Scumbags. Yes. Uh, Chris, is there a tweet you've been enjoying? <laughs> oh, I. you know what? Or a work for of once I thought media. of this, goddamn. For once I actually prepared myself for this. And it's Blair Saki. Anything Blair Saki yes. does on Twitter, I am a huge fan of. I, I'm a recent fan of Blair's okay. and I know she's been on this show a ton yeah. right 
She's so funny. Yeah. Um. So I want to stand. Oh. Blair. Yeah. And if she releases a movie, you will tell people to go out and vote with. Yeah. Their and I'll be like, you better not buy that Tool record. You right. better buy. <laughs> Let's get this trending. The, yeah. Blair's show. So. Uh, oh, the last one I did that I liked. It's a little video she made of wakeboarder thinking about if there's an afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just video of her looking stoned and like, like a is it's it, wakeboarder thinking about if there's an afterlife <laughs> by Blair Saki. And it's uh was two days ago. That's great. She rules. All her tweets are funny. Yeah. And a great, a fellow great guest. Her standups, her, her show is great too. Yeah. I really, she's so, she does a whole bit about eating Triscuits. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so funny. It goes on so long. <laughs> it's so good. I just want it to be forever. She keeps going. She's talking about how Triscuits suck for 10 minutes. That would be it's a great stand-up concept album. Just an hour about Triscuits is the name of it. She and does. It's just... <laughs> she has a good, a hard-hitting eight about Triscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Miles, where can people find you? And what's the tweet you've been enjoying? Find me. Follow me. Twitter, Instagram, at Miles of Gray. Tweets I like. First one's from Ellery Smith, at Ellery Smith, past guest. And she writes, writing a follow-up to I Hope They Serve Beer in Hell. But it will be called, Am I Allowed to Vape Weed in Heaven? Uh, also, moving on to the next one. Rachel McCartney, at Rachel M. Comedy. Do people even know about Tucker Max? Like, do modern humans still I'm know sure. who he is? No? Do they not? Is it a generational thing? It was like... Toxic masculinity was seen as like a point of view, right, right, right. That like You're a like, comedian could come from. Exactly. Yeah. Well, look, that was called every up until a year ago. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Um, and still to this day, um, Rachel M. Comedy. Sex is like pizza. Even when it's bad, I still have to pay for it. <laughs> okay, Rachel. Uh, and this one's from Thin Diesel at Thin Diesel NYC Twitter. I just saw two rats get married on the subway. LA Twitter, my boyfriends both have pitches at Warner Brothers, and I don't know which one to support. Chicago Twitter, <laughs> I live in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, it's true, man. New York, I feel like this is so funny. Just rat content, like subway rat content yeah, is people king do. of New York Twitter. Yes. Anything happening to Twitter. I saw a video of someone trying to put a fire out on a third rail in a subway station. <laughs> Alien Skier tweeted me Napkins clean up spilled food Her, okay Me, so do dogs Her, nothing Me, so dogs are napkins Her, no Me, wiping my mouth with a dog Let me explain it to you again, Jen And uh, We'll do another dialogue one Since those go over so well uh, <laughs> At ADH Does it feel like fall Tweeted me, so your theme song is Break On Through to the Other Side. Kool-Aid Man, yeah. Me, bye. Kool-Aid Man, I know. Me, the doors, dude. Kool-Aid Man, I know. Uh, I just feel like he captured the voice of Kool-Aid Man in that. Oh, yeah. Tweet. Oh, yes. Uh, you can oh, find, yes. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter. Certainly at so. Underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode of Thanks the Thanks for having the me. song we ride out on. Miles, what's mm-hmm. are we gonna run out on? Let's go out on a Katranada demo that I just heard. That's mm. really good. Uh, so this is called "Do We Have a Problem?" Parentheses <laughs> demo. 
Nice. Uh, and it's, look, if you know anything about his production, it, <laughs> look, it's Monday, you know? You want your toenails to shoot off in your boot, mm-hmm. you know? You want to put some honey in your hips, and we'll get your soul activated. So check this out, and then pop in, what is it, Devil at Your Heels? Devil at Your Heels. Okay. The greatest documentary ever made. On YouTube. Check well, it out. Canadian Broadcasting Company puts all their shit on there. Oh, uh, CBC. Shout out to the CBC. Yes. Also shout out to CBC and THC. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for today. We will be back tomorrow because it is a daily podcast, and we will talk to you then. Bye.